Welcome to Feel Feelings with Danny and George, the show that talks about feelings and the things that make you feel them. Hello, listeners at home. Hello, everybody. Uh, Welcome we... to the season finale. No, it's not important. We'll be back. Anyway, it's a season, it's a season finale in that uh, we will be right back to work a week from now. <laughs> yeah, it's all, we're only calling it a season finale because we're coming back on Mondays, so we have to take a week off to reset to Mondays. <laughs> yeah, that'll happen. Uh, but I was telling uh, Daniel before we started recording here that uh, uh, there's this TikTok trend where dudes with beards, there's a filter on Snapchat that removes your beard. But all it does is sort of just take like a fleshy skin tone, like matches your skin tone to where any hair should be. Uh, and it makes you look uh, really, really bad. Like, it looks, First off, it elongates your face, so it makes you look fat which I didn't like. And then I look like uh, a magician supreme Aleister Crowley in mine, <laughs> which made me so mad. I don't think I could tell you what he looks like. In my mind, he's the guy from the Aussie song. He looks like an egg. Yeah, I could see that. Speaking of beards and TikTok. <laughs> yeah, uh, Mr. TikTok famous friend. I'm, I'm having I'm having a TikTok moment, apparently. A real moment, yeah. I... Uh, I I took video of myself shaving a cattail beard, which many people want to be a monkey tail beard, but I don't give a shit. It's my face. Mm, it's a cattail fair. beard. Fuck everybody who wants it to be a monkey. Anyway, 40,000 people now have seen me shave my face. and It's a very weird feeling. Is it 40,000 people or is it just people watching it over? Like, is it eight people watching it uh, a half dozen thousand times? I... I would rather it be 40,000, even though that's still a really uncomfortable number, but eight watching it that many times is way worse for sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, it means that you have are now more recognizable for our show. That's right. Which is one of the reasons why Meg got mad at me when I posted TikTok to our Instagram, because <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to ride this wave. There was a comment on it today where someone said, no wonder other countries think we are stupid because of dumb shit like this. I'm like, oh my God. Wow, what a fucking fun suck that person is. Listen, uh, God bless America. That's all I got to say. Yeah, and, and that was a quote. I made sure to read that verbatim because <laughs> I want to give that jackass credit. You got to give him credit. What's his, what's his name? Oh, I don't know. They're private. I don't want to publicize them. They're a private account with puppets. You have fucking puppets as your icon and you're what, you mad think? about a weird beard? Get the fuck out of here. You think you're better than me, puppet master? You can't like puppets and hate weird beards. Like, yeah, you're the yourself. weird one. Any any sort of like uh, uh, respect anyone has goes out the window when you found out that like, oh no, you mess with puppets. My sister, I found her on TikTok. She does. She doesn't post anything. She just does it to watch the stuff on TikTok. But she did not have a picture, and I was like, you couldn't upload a single picture. Like you look like a spam, like even spam accounts have a picture. In, in her defense, I am currently in the same boat. <laughs> Go put a picture up on your, uh, put your I'll, I'll I'll legitimize my profile at some point, but I'm never going to post any photo. videos. You're like, hey, what's up? I'm the guy from the cat tail video. That's right. I should I should be on there responding to all the people on Meg's post. You should already be on Cameo. That's right. I'm I'm so famous, except for people would be so disappointed that I shaved it off already. Yeah, right. <laughs> Dude, like I want it from the beard guy. All right, five bucks off. 
Uh, so anyway, yeah, we had uh, this is our last show for quite some time, folks. Uh, we just we need some time. And uh, by that, I mean, Dan has told me I have to report back to work in a week. <laughs> yeah. yeah, George, George and I will be will be back. We're, we're going to kick off season two with just the two of us. So look forward to a a, a Danny and George episode on the 15th and then we'll we'll be back. I like our our off episodes are just fun. Us talking episodes, because honestly, we do not. I don't let our guests talk enough. So. Yeah. It, uh, it feels like less of a slight when we don't have a guest here. <laughs> I would love to do like like a weekly episode. And this is my pitch on air right now. I want to do a weekly episode where we just say we get big celebrities. Oh, and, and they just don't show up. And no, and I talk over them the entire episode where it is just me talking. And all you hear is like, uh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, okay, I can do this for you. <laughs> yeah. And but like we'll just find those clips and or get impressionists and at the very end they'll be like, "Thanks for having me. This was a lot of fun." Like that's all I want. I want a 15-minute segment where I just talk over someone <laughs> very famous. <laughs> yeah, I can do that for you. That's Thank really you. easy. That's fun. That's uh, well, this is going to be no talk back Tuesdays. Uh I'll check that out on the show. Uh I I don't know if it's going to happen. Dan says he will, but uh but Yeah, who do we have this week though? Just someone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, listeners might know this week's guest from being a guest last week also. <laughs> yeah, we're really scraping the bottom of the barrel. Uh, no, we had uh, my uh, musician. Let's not just slate her as a girl that I live in her house. Um, <laughs> She's her own person. Exactly. Uh, no, we had Casey Falzone on the show today. That's uh, right. Someone who I Very know. Very talented. I know very well and is super talented. Uh, actually, right now we are, uh, the, the, oh, I forgot we had to do our intros. So we're supposed to be practicing for the live stream tomorrow downstairs. That's right. If you're listening to this, it's tonight, the 5th. Good so job. Ignore the <laughs> tomorrow part of what George said. It's tonight. Yes, it's tonight. And we're practicing tonight because this episode, we, we wake up at two o'clock in the morning. We record these intros so it gets out on time for you the day of. This is made-to-order content, y'all. That's right. Uh, but yeah, so there'll be a live stream tonight. Uh, you can uh, follow Casey at Casey Like Daisy, because that is how she spells her name. Yep, that's a spelling uh, reference. Spelling reference. Um, the live stream should be going live around 8 p.m. tonight. Uh, I have bought fancy light bulbs, so the basement looks pretty cool, if oh, I do wow. say so. I'm very excited. Yep, and then she brought down like string lights, and I was like, "No, <laughs> this went from this went from cool dungeon to to college dorm room parties." Ah, <laughs> real, real quick to to plug another thing before we get too far, because we will we will be off next week. But um, uh, Jake Matera, uh, who is who a bitch is of a bitch fame, yes, uh, he's doing he's running an hour every wednesday for the next couple of weeks and i will oh, be yeah, you, you hosting were for hosting. that i saw so, that post yeah look look out for that every wednesday and the this the string lights reminded me of it it was last night we did it and it was jake performing next to a sump pump with string lights <laughs> it, was, it was great it was it was actually uh, a lot of fun and the next one should be even better because we're getting used to the setting I unfortunately this live stream for Casey is not next to a sump pump because it is just our living room in the basement that we've moved stuff around <laughs> in. 
it, it looks like a basement. It honestly, like if we had colored lights, it would have looked like a Stranger Things situation season <laughs> nice. one. Um, so, but it's it's gonna be really cool. I have shamelessly used my credit card to buy cool guitar pedals, so awesome. I sound cool. Yes, I'm uh, looking forward to you guys serenading me. I, I got my second covid shot so yeah by that point tomorrow i should be getting the wave of all of the You're symptoms so, so sick dude yeah i am looking forward to to I you guys serenading wait. my illness wait this is my dream scenario right because when casey got her second dose and she was just fucking catatonic for a day uh, I was basically just taking trips to the gas station at the end of our road to get her a different flavor of Gatorade every couple hours. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I can't wait for you to be in that position. And then Meg has to go down to the 7-Eleven because I know where you live. Uh, go down to the 7-Eleven that was by my old house, grab Gatorade. When she walks in, the guy who's got the glasses and the beard behind the counter will go, hey, aren't you that girl that dates the cat beard guy? And I knew she's going to be so <laughs> mad. And I can't wait for her to Those just shoot a man. <laughs> yeah. She's going to shoot a man at a 7-Eleven in <laughs> South Philadelphia. And it will be our fault. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, right. uh, let's, let's hear a plug. So let's get into the episode. This yes. is a really fun one. So uh, the show is us talking to Casey Falzon. You can find her at, at Casey like Daisy. Um, she has an EP coming out today. It's out right now. You can go listen yep, to that it. That link will be in the notes. It'll be in the notes. Uh, if you stay till the very end of the episode, we will play one of her songs. Uh, it'll be a surprise because I, I haven't sent Dan the file yet. <laughs> I don't know what it is yet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we'll send that so you guys can hear it. And um, and uh, the EP out today, it's been a labor of love for her for like a year now. Uh, yeah, the, we were, the stuff I've heard is is fantastic, and I cannot wait to hear the parts I haven't yet. We recorded the first song or the the first two singles maybe like a month and a half before quarantine. No, maybe even farther. That was like three or four months before quarantine. That sounds about right. I think that's about when you when you showed them yeah. to me. Yeah, we came out to finish up the songs um, after we got back from vacation, and that's when everything shut down. So this is supposed to come out months ago but because of uh covid this is finally seeing the light of day and it is great and it's got a bunch of amazing people behind it that did great work on it uh i don't mean me i mean like uh eric <laughs> eric Castromero, who is an amazing producer uh and uh uh jenna murphy sings backup on it mateo uh, the drummer that came in to play drums for us, he's amazing. They all are in a band called Stay Hungry, and they've been super nice to us to help us out. Awesome. But Casey did an amazing job putting writing these songs, putting them together. So without further ado, let's talk to uh, the girl currently in my basement hanging up Halloween decorations, uh, Casey Falzone. Dan, would you like to pod us on? Pod on. We'll be back on the 15th. Casey, how are you? I'm good. Ah, she did what? it. She did the thing. She did the thing. Uh, well, thank, hey, thanks for being on the show again. Um, of course. Thanks for having me. This listeners is great. may remember Casey from eight days ago. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't really been eight days, damn. We are. Um, well, Actually, from, from recording, it's less than that. I think it's no. a week from recording. So it's not not even a week from when the episode came out. <laughs> yeah. 
but this is a different thing. We have we Casey are. for a regular episode now. Woo, regular. So, so Casey, you're on the precipice of something very exciting here. Where, yeah, yeah. As of right now, as this is coming out, your album is out. Yeah, it is. It How do you feel? Be. How's it the is. reception been so far? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let's predict it. Um, yeah. Oh man, um, I am. I'm anticipating it being very well received by friends and family and hopefully some other people um i mean i i know that i have um i have been pitching out the songs to a few um like playlist curators here and there which is something that i just started doing for um for this release specifically um so yeah any singer songwriters out there who are interested in kind of having their songs featured on different playlists and whatnot just it's, it's a different way to get your music out there. Um, and uh, it's through this website called Submit Hub. And they don't sponsor us, Casey. Don't mention them. They don't. I'm <laughs> they sorry. Don't, they don't um, give me money. So No, but this is for the, the other singer-songwriters I'm out there singer who may be listening. <laughs> I'm going to be a singer-songwriter now. So go ahead. Tell me. George can hear whatever he wants to hear. <laughs> but yeah, you. so you, you can upload your music. Um, in my case, I uploaded it to like a private SoundCloud link and uh, linked that through to the website, like built a profile for myself. And you can see what other playlist curators um, like curate their playlists around like whether it be different genres different like themes or moods and whatnot so like if you go and type into spotify like you know chill acoustic songs like the people who make those playlists like they need to get their music from somewhere that makes so, a lot of sense um, i never really thought about that before but like and i feel yeah. like it's way like better more beneficial uh yeah. than like having a label like doing the exact same thing for mm -hmm. you yeah and you can also pitch your music to labels on it as well. And it's like, it's like a credit-based system and it's super affordable. And in order to, in order for the curator to keep your credit, um, they need to give you feedback if they don't accept your music for, for whatever they're working on, whether it's like a blog post or a playlist. Um, so yeah, they have to give constructive feedback. And if they don't, then you get your, then you get a refund. Oh, that's awesome. So, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I would want to yeah. submit just to get that, even if it doesn't get on anything. Just be like, <laughs> what, what am I doing in the right or wrong direction here? Like, yeah. let me know. It's pretty yeah. cool. She's been messing around with it for the past couple of weeks, and I've been like mm -hmm. in the office while she's doing it. Um, and it's it's a neat concept. I like the way that it's going. It definitely makes me feel good. Casey, what, what makes you feel good? Because we are phoning in this episode by doing good. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> Nice and broad, something to go out on. This is our season finale. This is our season finale. We're getting all-encompassing with good. Good. Makes you feel I good. Mean, Things that make you go good. <laughs> <laughs> so so do you mean See, bad the way you said that? <laughs> Things that make you go okay, good. good. Uh-huh, good. <laughs> I mean, I was going to say a lot of very different things make me feel good, but to start, um, Oh, when my dog lays at my feet. That's really good. Our oh, wow. dog. 
Yeah, our dog. I'm sorry. <laughs> you do this all the time. <laughs> I mean, like, are we going to be okay? Mine. Are we going to get through this episode? We've been fighting all day. It's just going to be like that. Okay, so I've been I've been watching a lot of what's that? There's like a show on YouTube. It's not on YouTube exclusively, but it's called like the Off Camera Show, and it's just a black and white interview series where this guy, I think his name is Sam Jones. He just interviews famous people, and it's a very he's a very good interviewer. But I was watching one with Dax Shepard and they were talking about the first time that they did armchair uh, expert or whatever his podcast yeah, his, is called. His show, whatever his it's show. called. We don't need to whatever. plug it. It's famous. He's not paying us either. Uh, <laughs> but he was talking about like on the second episode, he had Kristen Bell on and it's just them fighting for two hours <laughs> because she didn't want to do the podcast. She just wanted to go to Marshall's to go shopping for stuff. And he was like trying to force it. And he was like, man, this was a terrible episode. I'm going to put it up anyway, because this is real life. <laughs> that sounds so much like me. Yep. <laughs> Marshall's is a glorious store that I only learned about right before the pandemic. You didn't know what? about Marshalls until I, They're not really near me. Like I had to go out to like the suburbs and be like, oh, I guess I'll just go here. And it's it's a great store. <laughs> they're not sponsoring us either. There's definitely a Marshalls in South Philly. I've been to it. Oh, I yes. think I know exactly where it is. But like yeah. they just weren't even on my map, like in my head. Oh, oh OK. Yeah. OK. I was going to say, no, there have been many days where George was at work and I was in Philly by myself and I was like, I'm going to Marshall's. Yeah, there's Marshall's and Ross and like all those stores where you're like... And Target. Oh, these clothes don't They're suck, right but there's also just like a ton of other shit I could buy for no reason. Yeah. So that picture that I sent you, Dan, from earlier this week uh, of that painting, that's yes. like the scratch and dent store of like Marshall's furniture section. Oh, nice. <laughs> so that's why that painting exists. I'll, I'll try to find like a clean version of it so we can post it in the show notes. But it's a great fake painting of a goose waving through a plane window. <laughs> Just about yeah. to get sucked into the turbine. Yeah, he's waving <laughs> yeah. goodbye for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so Marshall's makes you feel good, huh, Casey? Yeah, Marshall's does does make me feel good. Yeah. Well, I, 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 I never really thought of myself as like a like a retail therapy kind of person. But then every now and then I'll just go on these like strings of like eBay searches and like, it all makes me feel very nice. Like if I stumble <laughs> on something really like, really like strange and weird, I'm like, yes, this is why I did this. Everything makes sense now. <laughs> when, when the stores were closed for a while because of the pandemic, um, obviously I wound up just paying off my Marshall's credit card and not shopping there at all. But as soon as, I felt comfortable to go back into stores and I had my first Marshall's trip. I think I just filled my cart with everything and anything that was like remotely interesting to me. And I just got up to the register and I was just like, I took a picture of my cart and I like sent it a Snapchat to my friends. And I was like, I was like, all right, I'm taking guesses. How much do you think this is going to cost me? <laughs> <laughs> a few people were right. <laughs> Last time I went to Marshall's, I, I don't know what what came over me to to do this, but I just bought every one of the hats they had hanging up that fit. And it only cost me like 14 bucks. I left with four hats. <laughs> That's great. Like one of them just said like salt life, but not salt life. So I'm like knockoff brand of that salt life logo. Everyone sees on the car. Sounds about right. I was like, I'm the captain. I'm like, okay, I guess I'm the captain. <laughs> uh, my mom has a mountain life decal on the back of her truck. Her, I think I've talked about this truck on the show, but it's a, uh, a blue 
death proof truck it's got like a brush guard on it is that the brand no it's a ford but it's just like (laughs) it's it's a truck after she had her accident so she made it like a tank where it's like a, a dually brush guarded with like a roll cage thing on the top so if it rolls over it's not gonna crush the cab at all it's like an intense thing but then she put like glittery paw prints on the window for her dogs and then a mountain life sticker decal on the back window it is just it is what someone asking for the manager drives in a country town it is exactly what that is i love it it's the karen mobile (laughs) that's awesome she's great i love my mom she's 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 the furthest thing from a karen she's that you haven't seen her uh yes i have i mean you've seen her but you haven't seen her in her element, which is every every mom has Karen capabilities. Yeah. Casey, you have Karen capabilities and you're not a mother yet. Don't blankly stare. You're right. I'm right. <laughs> I've watched you complain. On I the can't phone speak to this free Internet. <laughs> OK, that's because they sucked, though. <laughs> if I'm paying I... you to do your job and you're not doing your job, I have <laughs> Uh, it's definitely acceptable for me to complain. Casey holds uh, cable providers to the same standard as politicians and the police. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I mean, listeners of the show are well aware of your internet problems. So the fact that somebody took it upon themselves to fix them, I'm pretty happy about it. And excuse me, have we had any internet problems in the last two podcast recordings that we've done together? No, and it's definitely more bandwidth. Yeah, we only have problems when you're not here. <laughs> yeah, with Blake's episode that was that was difficult. That was a difficult run. But yeah, apparently, your internet only works when everybody's using it exactly the same way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dan, can I just mention um, that I keep on catching myself in the Zoom call and imagining myself with the monkey tail? <laughs> oh, don't do it! Don't do it! Don't do it! Please, I don't want to no. do it, but I can just see the <laughs> gaps like here. Like that's just gotta get shaved down a little bit, and then this will be like a nice little woohoo. Yeah, I, I'm already picturing, I'm glad it came up so we can use it as a promo photo, but I'm already picturing how I'm going to make this promo photo with the monkey tail. <laughs> I, I also really enjoy how many people were upset because Meg posted it with calling it a cattail. And then my sister took that post and also called it a cattail. And on both of them, people are like, it's a monkey tail. Get a like, fucking No, white. it's a beard. Who fucking cares? <laughs> <laughs> I don't care what animal you pick. It looks like a tail. Like I call it a dog's tail if I want to. Like, fuck you. Could, you could. It's a good look, Dan. I'm sorry it's gone. But I was saying before we started, uh, before we started recording, Dan's got a real nice uh, people's key era Connor Oberst vibe going right now. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Wait, was, that, was that the album with Jejun stars on yes. it? Okay, then yeah, it's that. It's you. All you need is like the rat tail braid that he also yeah. had in that for a while. That's that's the uh, pomegranate one. Is that that album? Uh, where, like the, it has that guy talking where he's like, somebody just saw a pomegranate and was like, "This is a pomegranate." And I'm like, "Okay, because <laughs> it think is." So. I think that's the one. How, how deep and philosophical, but stupid at the same time. <laughs> Can I be honest? If they made Bright Eyes records without spoken word intros, I would listen to a lot more Bright Eyes. It's just that everyone's all I'll throw Bright Eyes on random, and then it'll come to like that like, guy. <laughs> and these these are uh, these are the ghosts that you will experience out in Castega. It's got a lot of a lot of crazy energy out in Castega, and I think it's important that like we follow these portals and whatnot. And I'm just like, just get to this. I want to listen to Four Winds. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> 
Yeah, if the Breakman turns my way, please. <laughs> yes, have him turn my way and start the album. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, start, start with him. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Casey, what's your best Marshalls purchase? Yes. What's the what's the standout? Oh, my best Marshalls purchase. Me, man, I, I purchase. <laughs> and you bought um, him. <laughs> <laughs> I've purchased a lot of things at Marshalls. So I'm I'm guessing there's a difference in in our shopping at Marshalls where I shop for the novelty of Marshalls. You seem to shop there for the everything else of Marshalls. I shop there for everything. Okay. Like because the the novelty stuff is what stands out to me. I mean, I love I love the home section because I you just always get things for like a bit cheaper. Um, I did buy us a really cool rug though. It's a good rug that we just yeah we just got a cool rug. We just did uh, redid the living room. room. It's mm-hmm. it's nice. That was it's a also, Marshall's rug. I saw a picture of that. Yeah, that's a Marshall's wow. rug. Mm-hmm. Marshall's is pretty great. I'm going to call them and yeah. have them sponsor this episode. Hey, dear Marshall's. <laughs> Hello, Mr. Marshall's. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it's Mr. Marshall's and Mrs. Maxinista. Uh, it's a foreign affair because they're all owned by each other. Oh yeah, they live in a home goods. It makes home sense. Uh, <laughs> I could I could do this for a while. They own a lot of companies. <laughs> I don't know uh, how any of those companies go together. The only ones I know are the Bath and Body Works group. What is the Bath and Body Works group? I, I don't know anymore because they all started branching off of each other and kind of disaffiliating. But it was the limited stores, like limited, limited two. And it was Victoria's oh, Secret. Those are different stores? Yes. I, I don't know because it's, it's limited, like not the number two, right? No, it's two T-O-O. Right, T-O-O. Yeah. Uh-oh. But yeah, like, that's what? for like is it just, kids. Yeah. This is just a store that Hillary Duff shopped at, and then when they got she got older, it was like now we just shop at Limited. Yeah, and Limit. Actually, I don't know if there's a Limited store, but Limited is the parent company of all of those, or was at one point. Huh. They, were, they were all Limited brand, whatever. I've learned something. Today. Yeah, yeah. I used to love the the Victoria's Secret one because like we were like two doors down from a Victoria's <laughs> Secret, but we sold like a section of Victoria's Secret stuff, like perfumes and stuff that they would sell at Victoria's Secret. And like people would come in like so disappointed that they couldn't find what they were looking for at Victoria's Secret and there would just be a wall of it. And they would be like, <laughs> we'd be like don't tell anybody. Don't, don't pass this along. I was the awkward kid because you worked at Bath & Body Works. Yes. Uh, I was the awkward kid that would not go into the Bath & Body Works because A, uh, my asthma, uh, and B, <laughs> Um, if it was Victoria's Secret, which is the sister company, I guess, uh, I I was far too bashful to go into a Victoria's Secret at all. I think I've only I, I think I've been to a Victoria's Secret with Casey and that's it. <laughs> I don't know if I ever went into one aside from like having to hunt down their manager for an employee who couldn't find them. <laughs> they came over to us and they were like, I'll watch your store. Can you run to the back real quick? <laughs> I'm like, OK, <laughs> that's great. Fun. I feel like mall culture has got to be a lot of fun. Like the shops within a mall. Oh my God. I loved working in a mall. And like, I, I worked a, a black Friday once and it, the mall was just dead. Like nobody showed up for black Friday. <laughs> so, oh my God. Like I, I got paid the time and a half of working like overnight on a black Friday, but then I just got to like wander to the comic book store and the record shop and then go see all my <laughs> other friends who basically were experiencing the same stuff. What was this record wow. shop in a mall? Um, there's a lot more of them now. There's like a chain of them, but it was in the Plymouth Meeting Mall. And I, it, like, if I remember the name, it's like Rock Shop or something like that, but they're rock everywhere. Shop. Yeah. It's, 
it's like the FYE of records. Like nothing there is what you want. It's all like mm. like double pressed, like weird things that are like yeah. 20 bucks more than they need to be. The Papa Roach gotcha. album. Yeah. You don't want that. <laughs> I mean, someone might. We were doing we were doing band practice earlier today and um for, for the live stream that you should all watch tonight at eight on yes. Casey Casey like Daisy's Instagram. Uh I'll be there in the background making no noise and pretending like I don't exist. Um, but uh, we, we like it, like Casey, like put the pick in between the strings and it like hit the string a certain way where it's just really high pitched past the bridge. Uh, and there was like a chorus on it and just made like a squeal noise. And I was like, what's up? We're Papa Roach. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he was like, how'd you, how'd you do that? And I was like, I don't know what, what, what I did. <laughs> It's because your guitar has a um, metal nut. Guitar names parts of the guitar are so fun. There's a nut. There's an you're F just, hole. You're just like a little boy. Like, just being a child. <laughs> it's got a... It's like a balls. <sighs> no, I drank, that is funny. I, I drank that energy drink because of the name. You leave me alone. <laughs> It was. I, I drank that. I drank that energy drink because my friends played video games and they felt like they had to. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Oh, and then I sang the fake Papa Roach song, which is "Cut my life into pizzas." This is my grocery store. Yeah, pretty good. Thank you. you. Did. I, didn't write I, I saw it. a headline. I think this week, maybe last week, that said Papa Roach is going to wait until like twenty twenty two to make new music, and I was like, "Who's asking?" <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah no seriously that's that's an interesting trajectory paparazzi he does not make me feel good but I, look, before <laughs> we get off of this i want to mention that paparazzi went from like new metal rap rock and uh, people that i talk to think that he played emo music they they took a turn when they had they some like, like really popular turn. songs after last resort that like if you told me they were Papa Roach, I would have told you that like that's not true. Yeah, but like uh, there's this trend on TikTok where it's all these emo kids and they're trying to figure out what the emo anthem is. But uh, I did see someone claim Papa Roach on that. Yeah. yeah, someone claimed Papa Roach on it. Someone, some girl was like, I think the emo anthem should be uh uh like that one slow a day to remember song, and that made me mad. Uh, it, it can't be an anthem if no one knows it exactly <laughs> it's a popular song but it's also like a slow jam some people said the black parade and it's like i get that but then black parade is probably where i would have went with it yeah but at the same time because it is an anthem at least it's an anthem uh what about the anthem that is true Get your damn hands like up. Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> one time oh. i got in trouble I was at Wildwood and I was on the Good Charlotte Street team. Fun fun fact about what? me. I saw I saw Good Charlotte five times before Young and Whatever Hopeless came out. Wow. Casey's then, a big Good Charlotte fan. We have a Good Charlotte ornament that we put up nice. the tree every I, we do. We do. It's handmade. It's not like she bought it because it was marketed. She made a GC Rocks My Socks. See, I wasn't <laughs> on the Good Charlotte Street team, but my friends and I did have a club. Nice. Where it was the um GC Freak Ship Club. Nice. That's a funny yeah. So that's what, <laughs> so, so yeah, tell we, me about that your ornament was a part team. of. 
So yeah, they, street team days. Yeah, this is great. They they sent out. I, I didn't really ever do any of the, the street team duties. I just like getting free shit. Mm-hmm. So like they would send us like staple to poles, posters, and stickers and shit. So like mm-hmm. I had all of these like stickers that weren't the album cover, but I think at some point probably was going to be the album cover. But it just said like a picture of, of them and then like Young and the Hopeless on it. And I got in trouble. We were just going around Wildwood putting stickers on shit. And in the middle of a roller coaster, it stopped and we just put one on the pole there. <laughs> and then like two hours later, some security guard just like came up to us and was like, we know it was you. Like, what? How? How the fuck do you know that? Like, we can't even claim it wasn't. That's impressive. <laughs> yeah, it's like, honestly, at this point, officer, if we can call you that, I am impressed. Uh, to to put a, a fun little twist on that, that was towards the end of the summer. And then school started and I'm sitting next to this girl and she had a, a sticker of the same kind on her notebook. And I was like, Oh yeah, I have a ton of those. It's they just gave them out to like street team people. She's like, "Oh yeah, my friend found it. He it was on a roller coaster. He took it off of the roller coaster." So she had the sticker on her notebook that I got in trouble for putting on a roller coaster. And that was Meg Getz, everyone. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. I didn't realize that you took it to the street stand. That's impressive. Wow. For good I Charlotte. Also, I was also on the Simple Plan street team. But only because I was on a bunch of other streets. Because you were a dick addicted to Simple Plan. Yes. I actually, I was never like super into them, but there was just this whole like string of things where like if you were on this band's street team, they would just like tie you to the next one. You're like, you probably like this band. Why don't you promote this band for us? And like Mm -hmm. I look back on it now and it's just like mega record labels pushing new bands on people. But I was like, yeah, whatever. I'm a part of something. Yeah. It's so interesting that like, you think about how music has changed. Like we started this podcast talking about how you can promote singular songs through playlists and that will get you the most amount of notoriety. I would say now is like through Spotify curated playlists. A lot of people use them. um, At least for an underground artist. A couple years before that, maybe 15 years before now, it was MySpace, like get your name out through MySpace, create a fan base through MySpace. Even then they had still like the remnants of street teams. And then before that, it was like DIY punk scenes and street teams, like giving people mm-hmm. stickers and flyers and be like, go forth, my children. <laughs> like, and then what was before, like, I guess there was like the flyer scene in like the 80s where I was just listening to something where they were talking about it, where it was like people standing outside of the Roxy, like handing out like flyers. Yeah, I was I was watching. um the decline of Western civilization. The, I want to watch uh, that again. I haven't watched it since like eighth grade. I, I want to watch the other ones. I've only seen the metal years, but I've, mm. I've seen that one a couple of times now. And like, there's a, a section in it where like the bands on the strip were fighting each other because someone like hand out a flyer and they would be like further down the sidewalk, taking those flyers from people and then giving them flyers of their own. So there was like a war to like fill the club that you were playing that night. Yeah, it's the flyer scene. It's like weird. Like, I will say that I did not like the movie that much. It wasn't that good. Uh, but uh, I watched like the Dirt movie. And Oh, yeah, I'm never going to watch that one. There's like a part of it where it's like <laughs> Motley Crue's first show. And there's like four people in the crowd because that's how many they could stir up with their flyer. And it's like, that seems more accurate. 
the like how the humble beginning started and then two years later they got like drum kits doing backflips in the middle of the air i mean i there's there's part of it where like i don't i don't not like miley crew i think they're they're fine and they have some like really really fun songs mm-hmm. but i'm never going to be interested in the story of motley crew as told by motley crew there's no way they remember it better than someone else that is true um Casey's I feel like Casey's parents may have been Motley Crue fans purely because of the record your dad gave us that I'm not allowed to open but it's so good that's featured here before yeah (laughs) we've been featured we featured the cat and like she's still making music apparently uh yeah but yeah we looked into that a little while ago it was it was was fun like her uh her parents seem like they're like they were still going out to shows in the 90s when they had kids and everything. It's been kind of fun. My parents to, like, still do. I mean, when there are shows, they yeah, when, go to the yeah. bunch. We're, on, did, were we talking about like the last show your parents went to? <laughs> like the last Oh two my shows? God. That's the most quintessential thing. This is, this is good, Dan. Uh, this right, is tell funny. me this and then we'll go to break. What do we okay. got? Uh, Casey's parents, the last two concerts they went to was uh, the Gin Blossoms at the ski resort that they went to, which you've talked about how much you love the Gin Blossoms. I on do. The show and how I like, a big fan yeah, of one they, of the best shows. They played at Montage Mountain for like their like <laughs> like winter fest or something like that. It's like one, one of the last like ski weekends they have like a like a festival type of thing. And That's the gym awesome. and the gym blossoms played it. <laughs> I, I heard and someone then, tell a story once about how like seeing them in like recent years where they seem to fully understand the position they hold for people. Where like no one's like going out of their way to see them, but they're gonna be yeah. happy to hear those songs. So yeah. they're just like, yeah, yeah exactly. we're, we're here to give you this. Why not? And they're, they're fun. Yeah, it's like it was already an event that people were gonna be at. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it was just like, oh fun. <laughs> And then the last one, which I think is even funnier because I believe this is a seated theater, but at the yes. Count Basie Theater in yes. Asbury Park, that, New Jersey. Nope. That's Red like Bank. an auditorium. Yeah. Where was it? It's in Red Bank. Red Bank. Red Bank. They are the same mm-hmm. town in my brain. Uh, <laughs> I know they're not. And I know people in New Jersey will fight me on this subject, but they are the same. Um, yeah, that's like an old school theater. Like. That, that, yeah. that place and hasn't been updated been around, in a long time. For a while. And yeah. they saw the band, which I'm still not quite sure how to pronounce it, live. <laughs> it's live. It's live? <laughs> yeah. I always and, didn't know if it was live or not. Yeah, I, I love that band too. <laughs> no, they saw like just him. Like, he doesn't have his, uh, uh, like, um, what do you call the it? Ponytail yeah, the ponytail thing? Yeah, the Hare Krishna, like, braided ponytail thing anymore that he used to have. Oh, no. But it's just and, him. Ed Bald. Kowalczyk? That's just yeah. a name I know. <laughs> what you know what's weird about Ed Kowalczyk is that my sister's first crush in elementary school was a kid that lived down the street named Chris Kowalczyk. And we were like, wow. Like mm-hmm. when I learned about live, I was like, yeah, oh no, I know how to pronounce that. Like reading that, I know how to pronounce it. it was, <laughs> <there are> notebooks. <laughs> it's Kowalczyk. We used to make That's fun awesome. of him. We'd go, Chris Kowalczyk, better check on your quals, Chris. Uh... <laughs> Anyway, let's go to break. Read the ads. Hey, friends and weirdos, I'm Meg. And I'm Alyssa, and we're the hosts over at the podcast, Real Chills. Do you love the unexplained? Do you listen closer for things that go bump in the night? If so, Real Chills podcast is for you. The best part is all our stories are true. You can check us out on Spotify, 
And if you have a story you'd like to share, email us at realchillspodcast at gmail.com. This is brought to you by Marshalls. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Throw, throw me a Marshalls ad real quick. You got it. Hi. Are you looking for that next pair of jeans that are just a little too tight in the waist, but really big in the thigh? <laughs> Marshalls for $30. <laughs> Do you want a phrenology skull from a Halloween decoration, but you don't really need it now, but you think maybe later? Marshalls. <laughs> Do you want a giant metal chicken that you're not sure where you'll put in your house? Marshalls. Marshalls. Come down to Marshalls. <laughs> what are you talking to? It was Macy asking if we wanted waffles. Oh, yeah, she did. Break. Oh, I did a funny bit. We can. Does anyone need a break? Because <laughs> we can just roll through it. If you Let's go. We're back. Oh, we're back. I did a very funny bit because she brought a circus waffle maker, which I guess just makes circus looking animals in the waffle. Oh, no, wait, we're back. Who is she? My brother's girlfriend. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, but Macy, this, that was yeah. my that was my assumption. But I was also yeah. like, for the listeners, maybe also <laughs> me. Great. Who is this? <laughs> we like Macy. Uh, but she brought like a waffle maker and it's like a circus waffle maker. Circus animal shapes. <laughs> so I walked up being the fucking mime I am making Betty Smithsonian proud, even though she'll never do our podcast because, quote, fuck podcasts. <laughs> I she, opened... said, she said that my beard made her more gay. And I was like, OK. <laughs> oh my God. That's really funny. I love Betty Smithsonian. <laughs> Happy to help. <laughs> But I opened up the lid to the circus waffle maker and just kept on going. Did no one like no like no? I mean, people were in the room, but they were like, "He wants attention. Let's laugh and maybe he'll leave." Kind of thing. Still one of my not my proudest moment where I had to take a big tube of uh, privacy film for our windows in the basement and I had to take it out of the box, but I would take it out of the box and then hit the ceiling and then like look at it curiously and then put it down and put it up against the ceiling again and then turn the box upside down and then the box was hitting the ceiling when I was taking it out. It was like a good vaudeville bit, to be honest. I felt good about it. Yeah, you're you're a stooge for sure. I am a stooge. But listen, let's not talk about what makes me feel good. Dan, what makes you feel good? Oh, what makes me feel good? Yeah. Well, the, I'm so fucking good at this podcast, Dan. The <laughs> example. That, bitch. Yeah, maybe that'll be our ending clip now. <laughs> I'm so fucking good at this. <laughs> We're a professional show. I'm so fucking good at this. <laughs> We're definitely isolating that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just so we can alternate between the two at yeah. the end. <laughs> Uh, so yeah i was gonna say thrift shopping so i'll I'll just breeze past that one because we, we went into you know, i don't know man what's the best thing you've ever thrifted because i love oh I love the best thing thrift. i ever thrifted let's see um hmm. let, let me I'll, I'll turn on a light and you could probably see it better i can't pick them up and move them as easily as i want to but you you're aware of my of my beach theme you where yes your, your apartment looks like a shore house yeah, a lot of that stuff back there is thrifted. But also, these are over here. Clean your desk. <laughs> yeah, I probably need to. But yeah, we have, <laughs> we have, we have, over here, we have Fisherman Lamp, who seems to be lost at sea and based on the look on his face, very confused. Yes. And then we have this, this lighthouse. I love lighthouse also lamp. Great. Which is also a lamp. <laughs> 
Yeah, I'm, I'm a fan of Lighthouse Lamp a lot. Lighthouse Lamp is great. I had, hands down, the best lamp ever when I was- Prove it. I wish I could, because I don't have it anymore, because my mom sold it at a yard sale, and I've- like it was my fault because I was like, I don't know when I'm ever going to need that. And then every day since I've been so upset. It was at least three foot tall uh, dragon wrapped around like a castle turret. And it's like like claws were in the castle. And it's like mouth was open and stuff. I had a big long tongue coming out of it. And it's like wings were expanded out. Like it took over the cat. It was a cool fucking lamp. We can have like, listen, we have had uh, Luke Ruberge on the show. Um, and he knows this lamp. He has known this lamp. I believe he has made fun of me for this lamp. And that was one of the reasons why I gave that lamp to a yard sale. Oh, no. Coolest fucking lamp. Well, he, he will be back soon. So we can yes. we can call him on his bullshit. <laughs> part of part of the reason why why Fisherman Lamp was a must buy for me when I saw it, because growing up, uh, similarly, I, I'm sure to your dragon lamp, I had a a fisherman like the size of me as a kid. So I, I don't really know how to like, like a longshoreman. Yeah. Like, a... like same yellow cap with the yellow parka and the rubbers and whatever. Mm -hmm. But like that guy, he was much more in command of his ship. Like they're like the whole bottom of like the <laughs> waves were like crashing up on him and he's like holding the thing. It was, it was an intense lamp, but like, I think it just kind of fell to pieces over time. And that's a shame. It, it was all like plaster. So like, definitely yeah. fragile and we were all very little kids i mean those those lamps are cool i distinctly like i mean i wasn't around when you were a kid but i feel like i have seen like a masthead style longshoreman lamp where it's just like the bust of a longshoreman or like a sailor with like a lamp shade coming out of the top of his head this conversation is reminding me in my adult life of the last three years of like thrifting heavily <laughs> Iggy interruption. That's the new theme song for uh when we have an Iggy interruption. That's right. Somebody came down here and he was like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I had like a three-foot plaster boat that I think like pieces were falling off, so like it was extra cheap. Okay. I was like, whatever, I'll buy all the pieces from you and I'll glue it back together. I don't know if I ever took that from my parents' house. It might still be there. But yeah, I have a lot of weird boat theme stuff because that's what people give away to thrift stores, I guess. <laughs> well, I think it's because of where you are, like in Philly, a lot of people have shore houses. And like, especially in oh, the sure area a lot that, of you, that. Yeah. you grew up. So like, that's, that's the thing is like, when I got really into thrifting, I would go to specific thrift stores because I like sociologically studied like, where would, like, where would this stuff go to? So like, that's... Yeah, that's a good good way to spend your time. I haven't done that. I just go to as many places as I can. I went through like a thing where like I would have days off from IKEA and like I didn't want to do comedy that day. So I would drive into the suburbs of New Jersey and hit like every single Goodwill up and down, like pretty much from like Tom's River, maybe like down to like Bryn Mawr or what's that? Awesome. What's that? What's that? I mean, Bryn Mawr's in Pennsylvania. I know, but, but I would go over. I would like that was it. I would like say, like, do I want to cross the bridge today? Can I afford the five dollar toll, or do I hang out in PA? Sometimes <laughs> or do I, I want to go all the way to New Hope and cross yeah, the free bridge? <laughs> exactly. So like that's part of it. Where it's like, okay, I'll go out that way. So I've done the ones like in the suburbs of PA. But what's the town I'm thinking of? Because there's one right over the bridge. It's a decent Goodwill. 
I got my Jay and Silent Bob jacket there. Oh, nice. Uh, uh, for like five bucks. There was, I let it go. Is it Belmar? Not Belmar. Well, it's close to Belmar. Autobahn. Autobahn, New Jersey. I would have said Autobahn was in Pennsylvania, but I also don't know for sure. It's right over the bridge. Yeah. Um, but I mean, Lambertville, which is the one right across from New Hope, is like huge in antiques and thrift and all that kind of stuff. They have like a bunch of those. You're getting people that live out in the country and they're like, oh, all these antiques after like a yard sale or like an estate sale mm-hmm. or something, they'll all go to Goodwill. It's like why I love going to Goodwills in North Carolina because all these people found out that it was like a tourist attraction in the 50s and 60s. So they came in, built their log cabins up in the middle of the woods with all their 50s atomic furniture and all their radium glass. And like all this stuff that's now in Goodwills for $25. Yeah. So you get like cool vintage shit. I, I can't believe um, I, I forgot this when you asked the question, but easily the best thing I have ever thrifted is the mascot head for sure. Yeah. <laughs> there is no <laughs> doubt about it. <laughs> that is the best thing I've ever purchased. I am surprised we have not incorporated that more into our show. Uh, I, I should get I should get Ben to put that as in the look. Yeah, I'll keep your eyes out, guys, for a new logo coming out. It should be very yeah. Exciting. Season two, everything's changing. Everything's changing. <laughs> I'm not even a host anymore after that. I'm waiting on Dan to fire me. A featured guest. I'm a featured guest. I am featuring. All right, I am at the end of the roll of credits where I get like anchor billing. Yeah, which is always the it's always the person on the TV show or the movie that gets like they're in this that's what yeah. i want the the most oh famous person goes last so you're yes. not getting that one i want them i want to be the lawrence fishburne of ant-man and the wasp okay i want right <laughs> at the end you're like he agreed to this that's what i want <laughs> the uh the 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 yeah, sorry not worth it anymore no the, <laughs> the title will now just have a comma so it'll say feel feelings with danny and george is here and george <laughs> hi it just ends with a sound of me going, hey, 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 over here. <laughs> um, I would say the best thing I've ever thrifted, I actually gifted to a dear comedian friend of ours who hopefully we'll get on the show soon, Mr. John Deary. Uh, I gave it to him on the last day I was in Philly because I felt like he was the one that would most appreciate it. Uh, I went to that Goodwill in Audubon, New Jersey and found a Hulk Hogan skateboard once and it was just, <laughs> I've also gotten, no, that was, I won at an open mic in oh, okay. Lancaster. <laughs> Different. <laughs> Dan showed us a VHS copy of like Greatest Sports Blunders Volume 3 or whatever it is. Yeah, the, the clunkiest possible title for a blooper thing. What's yeah. It? Not so great moments in sports. Volume 2 or something. Yeah, definitely. Volume 2 or 3, yeah. That it's definitely was, not the first one. Uh, the, the folks that run the, uh, I wonder if it's still there because I thought they closed down. R.I.P. the Chameleon Club. Closed, yeah. Um, yeah. But they used to run an open mic out in Lancaster at the Chameleon Club, and they would do like a, a halftime game where you would uh, choose a bag of jelly beans that are like 50% terrible and 50% jelly bean flavored. Uh, and if you got like a jelly bean one, you won. And I got like toothpaste and earwax. And they were like, here, you get to pick a prize. <laughs> Congrats. <laughs> It was great. They ran a fun show. It was honestly a great time. And I got to hang out with the Lancaster folks. Uh, I, I sat and talked to another comedian about uh, August Burns Red for entirely too long. He was like, those are my boys. I was like, I would think so. You're from Lancaster. <laughs> I mean, that's the only way they come up is if you're in Lancaster. <laughs> uh, 
Or if you're on our first playlist episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good Christmas episode, I'm telling you. Um, but yeah, Hulk Hogan skateboard was great for things of thrift. Casey, what about you? you I mean, you've, you've thrifted. You're, you're a thrifter here and there now and then. Um, I've thrifted and then sold pieces. You did. That was cool. Can you talk about that for a minute? Because that yeah, was I've like, literally never done that before. I've never given anything back. This was this was Casey, her most resourceful. And it was one of the things I was like, oh, we'll be fine. If, if like when we wind up <laughs> together forever is like she can like handle stress and fucking figure it out pretty well. <laughs> yeah. So I got um, I, I had gotten fired from my job and I was like, it happens all the time. We're getting money? used to it. Fuck you. That was one time. <laughs> <laughs> I actually just so it it was just about a year since I was uh, let go from that job, and I had put something. I had put a screenshot of a text from George on like my private Instagram story because I didn't want to be like, "Hey, everybody, I got fired from my job" because I was still like kind of embarrassed at the time. And um, but George texts me, and he's like, he's like, "I'm I want to make a joke." Um, but I, I, I don't know if you'll like it. And I was like, what? And he was like, damn it, Casey, you had one job. And I, was just like, <laughs> I was like, I should really break up with you for this. <laughs> no, cause you smiled. So I apply the Homer Simpson from the Simpsons movie, uh, rule, which is she laughed. I'm off the hook. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you apply that way too often. I'm very funny. Um, but, but anyway, so, so that happened. And then literally the next day i was like george we need to go to this thrift shop um that's in uh i think i think it's technically in leonardo it's called bo's attic and leonardo. they were having oh yeah. i was i always assumed that was a fake place because it was a from a cartoon place. i love <laughs> it's a real place um and uh yeah so in in the thrift store they're they were having like 50 percent off of like some of their clothing so I wound up getting like, I think I got like 16 or 17 pieces for maybe like 15 bucks. Oh, that's and, beautiful. And, you know, I, some of the pieces I got were like vintage, you know, like looking and whatnot, but like, cool. It's like all like chunky pattern shirts and stuff like that. I like love that shit a couple so much. Of like, a couple like dressy, like dresses with tags still on them. So it's like, I can sell that stuff on Poshmark. And I went, I, I, I didn't sell, sell all of it because then shortly after that COVID happened. So people kind of really weren't. So, so you worked like the upcycle. Yeah. 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 That's so impressive. I, was, I was doing that. Um, and I didn't sell all the pieces, but I definitely made back my money and yeah. a little bit. Wow. Um, but yeah, it's a lot of work though. I, I have a few friends who are actually for this year, they're not buying any new clothes like they're trying to like live more sustainably and they're only allowed to buy like like the rules for themselves is that they if, if they want something they have to either make it or thrift it um i like that rule new. a lot yeah yeah i i, I want to mm -hmm. somehow inspire myself to make clothes yeah like, like mean, from scratch see yeah that's the difference because you've designed shirts you're very proud of the shirts you've designed they're up on uh, our uh, our our store if anyone's you know wants to maybe just buy a shirt buy a fucking shirt yeah um, I, I have three places online where i have like shirts i designed there's the wasted robot there's my own and then there's ours and i i just had a weird rush on 
Sixers kangaroo logo shirts that I made. <laughs> Someone just bought five hoodies. I'm just like, fuck yeah. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> like, all right, Ben Simmons, keep playing good. Sell some sweatshirts. <laughs> That's great. Um, but yeah, like you've designed stuff, but to like make stuff, I think would be really cool. Um, my my dream and a, a lot of the only real obstacle is getting a sewing machine from my parents' house to my house because I have one there. I just don't have it here. But like, I, I want to like repurpose clothes where like take stuff that doesn't fit super well anymore or like take a logo off it, put it on something else and like recreate a shirt kind of mm -hmm. thing. Totally. I think, I think that would be fun to do, but I just haven't done it yet. Do it. I feel like it's that's like the way things are going because A, it's more, uh, you know, sustainable, obviously, but also mm -hmm. we are living in the end times. So we're going to have to learn that as like a thing to survive. Um, but yeah, like I, I mean, back in, back in my day, uh, <laughs> I would like, I would get like, I would have like a blazer that I would wear a hoodie under or like a, a over, um, and then like the pocket ripped one day at a show. So I just like, you know, you'd put a patch over it. And I just like, I had a misfits patch. So like that was there, it was out of necessity, not like looking cool, but yeah. in doing so made it look pretty fucking cool. Right. <laughs> that shit's rad. It is. <laughs> I, I went through um, a phase where, I mean, I should probably get back into this phase, honestly, but I got like a bunch of um, bunch of old jeans, like old, like high-waisted mom jeans and even like some like just like dude Levi jeans from Goodwill and cut them into shorts and kind of like distress them on my own. I like at one point when like acid washing um you know, shorts was like a, a big thing. I just like took bleach and like splattered bleach all over a pair of shorts and it was like made a cool pattern on it and stuff. And I wore them till they till they actually literally had like holes in them. They were but such a cool pair make. of shorts. Yeah. And I, I paid like five bucks for them. I think like that's where again things are gonna be going is like people modifying their own clothes, kind of doing their own thing. There is like a a, a fiercely independent movement within fashion, it seems, where like yeah. people aren't really like giving a shit about like what Gucci's doing. You know, like mm -hmm. people care like I feel like people got way more respect for Billie Eilish for like wearing baggy clothes and being like, No, this is what I'm comfortable in, and I'm the one moving around stage all the goddamn time. So let mm -hmm. me wear yeah. what I want to wear. And don't tell me that like, oh, she wears baggy clothes. Like there's and like people far more respect that than people seeing like Kylie Jenner. I was just reading this thing where it was like Kylie Jenner posed two days ago in like the smallest bikini in the world. And people are praising her. I was like, that's what a woman's body should look like. And then no one's paying attention to this 19 year old astronaut that has passed every single astronaut test uh, and is the youngest person to do so. And no one cares about this 19-year-old girl that's like kicking ass at NASA. I'm I'm proud mm -hmm. to say I don't know either story. <laughs> <See>? <laughs> it's cool though. Like with at least with fashion, is that people are gonna I think it's gonna go back to like the DIY punk thing where it's like think people are gonna be making a little bit more of their clothes and like making it their own individual thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah, part of me wonders if it'll be that or it'll just swing so far back after people aren't able to like go to stores and try stuff on that like you'll just see a big rush on like high fashion maybe yeah i mean i i wonder because i mean i definitely used to get dressed up every day to go into work in the city or just like even like going out with friends and stuff but i pretty much live in athleisure attire 
I just, I, I pretty much don't wear the clothes in my closet. I'm just always in like my comfortable, like leggings and a sports bra and basically whatever I work out in is whatever I wear while I'm like running around for work now. Even, um, even this weekend, since it was nice out, I was able to, um, you know, spend some time outside at, um, at this like brewery and I was like, all right, I'm going to get ready to go. Um, I guess I'll shower and dry my hair and throw on some workout clothes (laughs) and go. And I was just like, this is like, that's, that's all I need to do to get ready. I'm not like curling my hair and throwing on a ton of makeup and, you know, spending money on a new outfit anytime I want to go out. And I feel like it's also, that's also made me feel really good about myself just in my more natural state. I don't feel that I need to get super dressed up or go overboard with with my appearance um, anymore. That's definitely like a result of, I guess, the world we've been living in for the mm. past year. Yeah, I think there's definitely value to that where like if you can create a casual for you that you're like comfortable out in the world in, they're like, you're not going to find anything better than that. Yeah, I mean, it, it really is just like I I wear and I do what makes me feel good and what makes me feel comfortable. And then I have a good time. Like I'm, I'm not having to worry about like, I don't know, like tugging at my outfit or anything like that, or, or even like yeah. feeling self-conscious in something, you know, but I mean, everybody's different. That's just my own personal take on it for, mm. for myself. Yeah. Like I, I'm at a point now where like, I so look forward to wearing t-shirts where like I, I go to work and like, that's when I leave the house basically is that, so mm-hmm. like I'm dressed in like sweaters and like button up shirts and stuff. Then like you get to a weekend and I'm doing nothing. So like I usually don't get changed. And then like just an opportunity to wear a t-shirt somewhere feels so cool to me right now. <laughs> I can't wear a t-shirt. It makes me uncomfortable. Anyway, what makes you feel good? Yeah, I don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Short. Uh, actually, no, this does kind of pertain to it. Uh, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll make mine quick and then we'll get out of here because I feel like we've talked enough. Uh, right. But uh, what I've been having one hell of a week emotionally has not been fun. Um, Casey knows because I like complained to her for three hours the other night. That's okay. And was just like, yeah. And I was like, you know what? I don't want to do shit. (laughs) Like, there's basically a whole thing where it's like, I think I give up for the next couple days. Like, I'm just not doing anything. I'm just existing purely on a plane of just ether. Like, I'm not doing anything. (laughs) Yep. Just getting from start to finish every day. Yep. But I will say, after 52 weeks of doing this consistently, uh, I don't think we've missed any weeks i mean we haven't missed a single week uh we we have probably 60 episodes i think with all the bonuses and stuff it's insane um uh this show has made me feel good because uh we started this show while comedy was still happening people there were murmurings of what's this this virus uh and i we started airing episodes pretty much immediately after things locked down yeah i think the first one came out it would be, well, yeah, this is the 50, 52nd episode. So like yeah. it would be this week, a year ago. So like right before it started. Yep. Cause I think yeah. we did our two pre-recorded ones and then we had to do one where it was just us called like from quarantine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, that happened very quickly in the run. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and 
you know, without stand up to do, like you're trying to do live shows. If you, if you're a long time listener, you, they were trying to do shows on zoom and stuff. And it was not always my scene, but I liked supporting the places that, you know, supported us during, uh, when we were actually doing stand up and stuff, but this is, this show has created a very good outlet for me to like, a try to be funny and bounce things off people. It gives me something to do at the end of the week. Uh, and, uh, it's something that I genuinely look forward to. I'm not emotional. You're emotional, Dan. Stop crying. Uh, I, I'm really, I'm really happy that you're saying all that. That does make me feel good too. Because like, <laughs> there, there's so much work that goes into this, but like, none of it feels hard. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just easy. I can. This is fine. I can do this all day. Yeah, this is something that we should do uh, for at least another season. What do you say? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. It, it starts next Monday. Yeah, <laughs> we're Mondays now. <laughs> we're, yeah, we're. There's a lot of things that we need to tell you guys about. But uh, from the <laughs> deeply, Casey, I'm glad you're here for this too because you've been putting up with this bullshit uh, since day one. Uh, yeah, I would say of anybody's schedules we've interrupted, it's probably it's Casey's, Casey's the most. <laughs> George, I have a reading in 20 minutes. Well, you know what? I have to talk about feeling uh, uh, emotional with some comedian friends. Yeah. <laughs> My sister and I can't laugh. <laughs> yes. We will yell at you, Felsons. We also just, we speak really loudly to each other. We're Italian. Yeah, I know you're so doing the hand do thing. That. I wasn't even doing it. I wasn't doing it on purpose at first, but then when I realized, I was like, "Ah, oh, fuck!" There we go. <laughs> yeah, for yeah. for those who can't see, Casey's looking very Italian right so now. So Italian all the time. Uh, but yeah, but, so like we we only just scream. So yeah, it happens. Then we just get shushed, and, and I I'm sorry. It's one of the things that it's, it's actually natural. very you know the last couple of weeks has been stressing me out. I was like, damn, I live with so many people. <laughs> <laughs> God, but, I, I've I've been in that place before where like <laughs> you can't go anywhere without seeing a person and like I, I kind of miss it now. Yeah, right. <laughs> Don't know what you got. Get it go. You have like nine people, like one person living in a closet, and you're like, all right, <laughs> I guess I'll get my coat over you. <laughs> but uh, uh yeah, this uh this show has been great. The show has been fun, it makes me feel good at the end of the week. Uh, and we hope that it made you guys feel good at the end of the week too. And uh we're continue doing it. Uh we're doing it on Mondays now. Uh there's a whole slew of new stuff coming out. Fake album Monday, it's going to be bumped to something else. So look out for yeah, a new look for those on Fridays now. Yeah. <laughs> Fake album Friday, it still rings pretty it's well. It's still an alliteration. It works. It works. Um, well, I, I was focusing more on the fake album Monday. Fake album Monday. Yeah. I mean, fake album Monday isn't alliterative at all. So. I, I, I did the double M. It was the Eminem in the middle. I mean, Feel Feelings Friday also does feel like Fuck we should you. have hashtag that uh, at some point. <laughs> it's been a year. <laughs> All right, ready? We'll hashtag it now as soon as it's not. Okay. <laughs> just want to go out with a Feel Next, Feelings Friday. We'll just pretend like it was real. Like on, on our final Feel Feelings Friday. <laughs> I'll, 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 throw out, I'll throw out 52 other episodes <laughs> up on Instagram with the hashtag. Yep, just go back. We got it all filed, dude. No one's yeah, going to know. We're retconning everything. Yeah, we're WandaVision, baby. That's uh, right. But... Uh, let's get out of here. How do we all feel? We feel good because I feel good, and I end every I feel, episode. I feel good. I feel yeah. I, I've actually. I think it's a good place to end uh, with this season with good, just because I end every almost every episode with how we feel. We feel good. It's when, when I when I pitched this out today, I I was 
picturing that. It's like, you feel good? It's like, oh, we did it. Oh, all right. Oh, look at that. Uh, well, Casey, thank you so much for coming on the show. I'm really excited for later tonight when we do the live Have fun stream. on your show tonight at 8 p.m. on Casey Like Daisy. Yes. Yeah. Everybody head to my uh, head to my Instagram for if you're tonight, listening to 8 p.m. Before 8, do it. If you're listening to this after, it might be somewhere else. You can hit us up about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that I can save it and repost it for those who may not be around to watch it while it's live. Yeah, she um, means ghosts. We'll definitely have links to everything in the the notes here, so you can just click over when it's time. Yep. Um, cool. So uh, if you if you if you uh, thanks for a great season, Dan. Thanks for being here, Casey. I have to go decorate the basement. It look like a Halloween party for Friday. Uh, all right. We love you all very much. We are taking next week off, I believe. Uh, yeah, next week is off just to reset to Mondays, so we don't have to do two episodes mm-hmm. in three days or whatever. But yeah, March 15th, we'll be back. We'll be Mondays from there on out. All right. Love you all very much. Good night. Pot off, bitch. Bye. Oh, by the way, Jake Matera is a bitch.
Be sure to rate, subscribe, and tell a friend about Feel Feelings with Danny and George. You can follow us over at Feel Feelings Pod and even leave us an audio message at anchor.fm backslash feel feelings. As always, if you ever feel some heavy emotions and feel like you don't have anyone to talk to, don't hesitate to reach out to us or call the numbers we have in the show notes. Thanks for listening. This has been a presentation of the Wasted Robot Network. For more information on this and other podcasts, visit us on Facebook and Instagram at Wasted Robot Records. Get feelings!